Hello and welcome to Across the Park Instant Reaction, the Three Blues, myself, Ian Mills, Gary Judge and Andrew Price. We thought it was appropriate to react to the news today that some Evertonians have took worse than others. Some Evertonians are quite excited by it. We're going to find out how us three feel and a little bit of social media as well on the news that somehow Rafael Benitez manages Everton Football Club, a three-year deal signed today. We sort of knew a lot last week going into it. We had a feeling it was going to happen. That may have helped a couple of us here accept it better than others. Pricey, start with you, my friends. How do you feel? How does it sound? Rafael Benitez, Everton manager. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't sound great, I'll be, I'll be honest. I've, got, I've gone back and forth with it since... Since I mean, I mean, we've known it was coming for about a week, haven't we? Or so, so I've gone back and forward. And if I mean, do I want him? No, I don't want him. Would I have chosen him as the manager? No, I wouldn't. But am I going to back him and support him? Yeah, I absolutely am. I think we owe it to Everton and, and to the owners in particular to get behind him and, and give him a go. But excited is not the word, happy is not the word. He's 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 obviously he's, he's Liverpool, he's a Liverpool manager, isn't he? That's what he is. It's going to take some getting used to. Um, but you know, uh, I'm, 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 I'm happy to give him a go and, and, and see how he gets on. Uh, treat him with caution. Why is he at Goodison? Why does he want to come to Everton? Is he here for the right reasons? And if he answers those questions and, and starts winning games, then then I'll be on side. Yeah, no, no, good questions. Fair points. Judge, you're bringing you straight into it now. I said there, some Evertonians haven't took it as well as others. I'd probably put myself a little bit in that bracket and I'm bitter enough to say there's one reason for it. It's his history. With Liverpool Football Club, where do you stand on the appointment of Rafa today? Yeah, I, again, like Price, yeah, I, I've been back and forth with it in terms of how I feel about it, um, or up and down, I suppose. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really in either court. Like, I've got, I've kind of got a bit of respect for the owners in the sense that, you know, I was calling for conviction and then making a decision whether it was, you know, I suppose whether. The fans believe that you know you have, you have it when you're in that position of seniority. You've got you've got to do what you think's right for the business for the organisation, and it is a business. It is an organisation. Obviously, a big part of the organisation is the fans, and there's no doubt about it. It's instantly putting the manager on the back on the back foot and putting him in a position where he's already under pressure, and that's the bit that I do have concerns about. Um, and trying to think about it in a more level-headed way. That's going to be the most difficult part of the task is winning over those fans that are going to be pig ignorance about it. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and I do I understand why they might be that way. And I'm not I'm not having a go with fans for being like that. But people who are in that frame of mind are not in a hurry going to decide that you know he is the man and you know we, we can get on board with it. Um, I'm not going to be one of them. I, like crazy, I'm, I'm going to try and get behind them. Because that's the best thing for the club, being being negative at this stage and and, and really pushing for him to get removed before he's even started is only going to bring the club, you know, bring the whole club into into disrepute and 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 you know put put the club in a very difficult situation and it's not going to make the 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 atmosphere or anything very pleasant or you know um, conducive to us being successful. That's all I want. That's all any Evertonian wants. And if you don't want us to be successful. Then I don't even know why he's supporting us. Go and support someone else. Um, and and I hope that's the reasons why the fans are, are not wanting him because they don't believe he's the man to bring us success. 
But if the owners believe that, and and you know, I think what Pricey was getting at before, the owners have invested a lot of well, the owner, I guess, and we say owners because Usmanov is in there, I suppose, by association and, and by the way he's pumped money into the club. If they believe he's the man and they're going to continue to invest in the club on that basis, then we've got to try and get behind his appointments for you know, for the sake of keeping them there. If they decide that our, you know. This, this is a that thankless task here. I can't, we can't be bothered here because no matter how much we invest or whatever decision we make, the fans are always going to try and influence it or overly influence it. Well, that's that, for, that, that for me, Judgy, that for me, sorry, is, is now a big point because I think if we do, every manager and every club this season, barring maybe one or two, will have a run of games where they don't look good, they're not looking good on the pitch, the fans are not happy. This is going to be magnified for me when this happens to Rafael Brites and happens to Everton this season. It could come as quick, in my opinion, as September, October, if results don't go for us. Then what happens to the owners? The frustration from Evertonians won't be at Benitez. It will be at the owners. What does that do to us? I think he makes a really good point. And thinking tonight about this podcast, I was driving home thinking about it, and I am quite a, you know reactionary person but football and podcasts like this are, are emotive and, and I'm not going to come on here and you've made the reference on our podcast each week that we're not Monday Night Football we don't know all the answers we're just emotive and some Everton fans have came out and said they're not going to go the game it's emotion is running really really high it, it's someone who's got such bright red colours in their folklore that has been thrown into a blue and white pool and some fans are not going to be happy with that can you understand that reaction that you're getting today some some quarters? Yeah, yeah, I can do. I mean, I can't get behind not going the game now. I could get behind not going the game if, you know, he'd been in the been in the post for a year and it was as bad as it's been and the owners are just completely ignoring that and saying, no, we're sticking with him. And, and like, you know, I can understand that to that point and, and just feeling as though, you know, we're, we're a small part of this. And therefore... I can understand why people might believe that not going the game is going to be a protest and it's going to be a way, their way of saying you need to start listening to us. But it, this we're not talking about, we're not talking about Mike Ashley here, who, who's not put any money into the club. We're talking about Mishiri, who's put hundreds of millions in there of his own money. Do you know what I mean? He's not, he's not put the club into debt. He's put us in the best position financially. And from a stability point of view, that, that we've been in for a long time. All right, so the on-the-pitch stuff hasn't followed yet, but it's not been for the ones to try in. Mm. And that's my point. By the fans turning on the owners now, and even if Rafa had a bad start, we're completely destabilising the club. That's that's the impact it'll have. It's not going to have any positive impact whatsoever, in my opinion. Mm. Um, you know, Again, in a year's time, maybe it might have the, the impact of... of, of you know, forcing a change and forcing the right change. But at this moment in time, I think as fans, we've got to just try and get behind this appointment and, and hope that, that it is the right one. Pricey, um, I was, was going to say, Pricey, uh, Don Hutchison put a tweet out today. He, he always tweets about Everton and Liverpool. And he said, it's going to end in tears. C- can you see why someone like Don Hutchison would say that? Can you can you agree with that? or? Yeah, because the, the minority have generally got the, the, the loudest voice, haven't they? I mean, when you speak to people, you speak to ourselves, we've got friends, we've got family, speak to people who in the gym, speak to people not out and about, and you ask them their opinion. I'd say 80% of people are, are okay with it. They're not, they're not, they wouldn't particularly want Benitez, and they're not made up with it, but they're willing to give him a go, as, as I said before, I was willing to. So I think the majority of Evertonians will be disappointed that he's been appointed in the first place, but they're willing to give him a go. But let, let, let's get it straight. The, they haven't picked a manager out of a long list of, of potentials, have they? 
every 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 manager who got who or a potential manager who got linked with us, there was pros and cons to all of them. There was yeah. no standout candidate, so it's not like they've got three great managers lined up and they've gone with Benitez over over them. They haven't. They've gone with the the the, the best available coach that that they've got, and they've they've been forced into it because of the lack of other candidates out there. There's no one outstanding. Every as I say, every everyone that got that's on the list, we've all spoke about it. We've all each one of us did to obviously. Eddie Howe or you know, Santo, whoever it is, we've all had a go with them and said he's not good enough, he's not good enough. So they've done what they think's best for Everton and we need success now. They put that much money in, obviously, he's put that much money in. He hasn't got time to bring in a young, hungry manager. He needs success now. Four years, four years down the line or whatever he is, he needs to start seeing results. And Benitez, he's brought in because he thinks he's the best man to bring the results along for Everton. And we, we've, got, we've, got to, we've got to put it to one side and, 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 and back him for, for, for the sake of Everton, if nothing else. Um, and I do, I do think the majority will do that, but it's just whether the minority are louder than them. Do you, know, do you know what's key now as well? And I'm sure you'll both agree with this: the ins and outs. If he, if him and Brands are ruthless in the way that the fans have wanted, I suppose Ancelotti to be in the previous regime to be in terms of clearing out the players that you know have, have consistently let managers down over the last five or six years, have consistently let the club down, and they bring in faces, names you know, energy, and I suppose the energy and youth and enthusiasm that the manager maybe hasn't got anymore, that'll quickly turn the tide, I think, you know, and, and one thing that stuck out to me in his, in, in his interview today, that he's done, or the first interview he's done, apart from the way compete, which he must have said about 50 mm-hmm. times, was, I, I want to I wanna walk the walk, I'm not going to start making promises, I'm, I'm not going to start doing, you know, this is what we're going to do, and this is what I'm going to win, I want to be judged on, my performances and the performances of my team and what we do. And, and you can't ask for, for mm. anything more than that, can you? If, if that's all he's wanting, listen, judge my team on, on what they do and the results they produce and whatever, then, you know, at least, we at least own that, don't we? Yeah. And, and that's it. And he knows, he knows how much pressure he's under from day one. He knows that. And he's, he's, he's been willing to, to take a chance on himself and to do it. But I think that's crucial. I think we're still... Regardless of who the manager is, who came in, whether Ancelotti stays or whatever, we've still got a group of Everton players there who aren't good enough. You need, you yeah, need, you need moving on, and better players need coming in. So we're still where we are there. And I think one thing I will say about Benitez, wherever he's been, it can be a positive or a negative. But he's he's always demanded from his from his from his owners or from his board. He's always wanted more from from what he's getting. He's always wanted to push on. He's never been happy just to stand still. And I think that's a positive. Yeah, absolutely. Pricey, sorry, Pricey, you were saying before about you know. Um, well, you didn't mention it, but you're referencing sort of ambition. Now, again, I've looked on on social media and some Everton fans who, you know, they're saying that they think this is just a comfortable appointment till Bramley Moore. The board may have an exit strategy when that ground comes. And some some fans are saying it's ambitious. It, it's 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 a, on paper one of the best coaches that we could have got. And it's following the, the Carlo Angelotti, Ronald Koeman, Hollywood name to win things. Where do you, where do you see this appointment? Do you think it's a safe pair of hands to see Everton into the new stadium or do you think the owners have been ambitious in going to get someone like Rafa? I think it's businessmen owners who need a return on their investments and they've gone who's the best person to get us that return and they think it's Rafa Benitez. That, 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 that's what ultimately it comes down to. Take the football away, take the emotion away, that's what they've done. They found the best man out there to get a return on the investment to move mm. us forward as quickly as possible. Because they went for a younger manager, as I said before, we haven't got loads of time to do that. Bramley Moore is going to be coming up before we know it. We need to be in a place where we're pushing on at that point. We need to be in Europe regularly by the time we get there. So mm. I think they've gone for a manager who they think they can bring what we need until we, well, 
for the foreseeable future to give him a three-year deal. So you can imagine, obviously, you're gonna, that, that tells you what it tells you. They want him for three years to, to, to stabilise us and to, to bring us that bit of success that we all need. Mm. And you know what, on, on that on that question, Millsy, on, on like, you know, some people feel as though he's only been brought in for a stopgap or whatever it is, then again, so be it. That, that's, again, the, the luxury or the decision of the owners. And if that works in that, in that interim period and it brings us a degree, a degree of success and it takes us forwards... Then, then it's a good decision, isn't it? You don't, you don't bring every manager in or every player in for the next five or ten years. Sometimes you do bring in players, resources, managers for a short period of time, and you know that that's again I'd fully get behind that. If and again, I you know we talk about the signings, but obviously the bigger the bigger judge of 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 whether he's a success or or whether the fans are going to be happy with him is is if he does bring us a trophy. If we're sitting here this time next year and we had an FA Cup and a you know, another top 10 finish or, you know, we're a little bit higher up the league. No one, but no one will be saying that this is a bad appointment. And if they do, they'll be laughed out the room. I don't think personally that there's any there's any middle ground in this. I don't think he's going to get, rightly or wrongly, and no Evertonian is right or wrong in how they feel today or this week. Rightly or wrongly, he's not going to get a lot of time. That to me says there's no middle ground. There's no 10th. There's no 12th. This season, we have to be a very good team and at least go far in a cup, show that we're in the fight for Europe, fight till the very end. Otherwise, I think it can, it can get quite hostile and quite toxic very, very quickly. Do you agree with that? Is that a fair shout? I agree, yeah. I think I think that is the case. I think he's got he's got to get us in Europe. Um, but then it's 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 whether we have a dip in form around Christmas and, and fans stick with them, which they've got to. But I, I think final position, it's got to be Europe. If, if we're taking a gamble on him, that, that's 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 going to be when the gambles work when he's got us in Europe because that's what we're craving that's what Everton we're craving as a club. Um, so I think I think you're right. I agree with you. Yeah, it, it's inevitable. Like like Millsy said before, every manager's going to have a tough run, aren't they? And a bit of a, a dip. But it, it's all about the start. It's all about the intention in the transfer market. It's all about the the reiteration of you know we kept on saying compete, compete, compete. We have got to compete. We competed this season. You know, certainly with the top clubs. So. For us to go into next season, if we started getting a spanking off the top clubs again and, and we were just getting one nils here and there against the weaker clubs, the questions will be asked of whether we've made progress and whether this is the right appointment. So, again, he's got to make a good start. But for me, it does start with the, the work in the transfer market. And, you know, whatever, this, this is the other issue. And I don't know if you're going to come on to this, Millsy, but we don't know how much backing this this move had from Marcel Brands. We don't know how, how much he was involved in this appointment. There's been rumours that he wasn't involved there's been rumours that it wasn't his choice, but we can only hope that he's got a solid transfer plan here still and, and that Benitez is behind that and that those wheels are already in motion because if they're not, that, that's, a, that's a big concern. Well, he's actually came out. He's came out, hasn't he, Pricey? But before you came on, judging me and Pricey, we're just reading some comments from Marcel Brands and, and the, some of the comments say, um, unfortunately, in the three years that I've been working for Everton, we've already had three different managers. Hopefully now, with the new manager, we can create stability for a longer period. So there was rumours that, that Marcel Brands wasn't really involved in it, but comments like that sort of indicate that he, he, he was. It's one of them, isn't it? Like, again, we, we've all got bosses, haven't we? We're all sitting here with bosses. We're, we're all sitting here in kind of, I suppose, kind of middle management positions where we work above people as well. If your boss tells you this is what's happening, you get behind it. You've got two choices. You either walk away or you get behind it. He obviously hasn't felt that this for him personally is a good time for him to walk away for a number of reasons, and he's got to get behind it, hasn't he? That's my yeah. opinion on it. I, I don't, I don't, 
I don't for a minute, based on the profile of brands and the, the way that his reputation that he's got, I don't think Benitez fits with the type of manager that brands would have wanted to appoint. No. But he's got to get behind it now, hasn't he? I don't think Ancelotti would have done either, though, would he? No. no. He no. Wasn't, doesn't fit that profile either. It's obvious no. that the owners want, want a safe pair of hands, don't they? After they tried Silver, Koeman, they want a safe pair of hands. Someone who's done it in the game and someone who they think can produce what we need. Yeah. Well, he's got he's got a massive pair of bollocks after mm-hmm. after some of the feedback that's that's gone on, and, and I think we'd all agree some of it went a little bit too far this week. We don't want to criticise any Evertonians, but us of the podcast we're not we're not behind any of any of the banners that went near his home and stuff. It it did go to go too far that but the most Everton thing ever I think it made us all laugh was when the report came out that it was the wrong house <laughs> yeah that, that was class <clears throat> I, I thought you were talking about your dog for a minute there Mills you see your dog in the background yeah, he's, he's got he's, a big pair of bollocks he has <laughs> he absolutely has not as big not as big as Rafa's though but look it, it's done uh, fans like me I, I might take longer than you, than you two guys to get to get my head around I've seen the photo today often with the blue scarf and it just it just didn't look right but look it's done he's in whether you'll say it or not Mills the Reds will be feeling the same you know and yeah. I, I don't let any Red tell you that they they think it's a laugh and all that they don't there's no way that they, that you know one of the most successful managers in their history holding a blue scarf feels good to them Gary so, said didn't he yeah Gary said Gary said today, Gary off the podcast, he, he said, he said, I'll be honest, I'm gutted when I seen that photo because he, he probably does hold such a special place and the the memories he has he has given them. But he's, he's not he's, he's not a regular Liverpool manager, is he? He's he's you know he's won the European Cup with them. This isn't if Brendan Rodgers came, is it? And I mean, we would I don't think we'd feel as bad if it was Brendan Rodgers either. No. It's because Rafa Benitez and because the history he's got with Liverpool. Yeah. That's why they'll be gutted, and that's why we're a little bit gutted, aren't we? To be let's face it. Yeah, it's a I weird situation. It is weird, and that photo look weird. But like I said, there it's done. He's in. We've we've got to get behind him. If we don't get behind him, I'm talking about that first game of the season at Southampton. I'm talking about when he does hit that bad run. It's going to be magnified and make us all look like idiots. So I think we have to get behind him. Judgey, you watch a lot more football than me. You were also once an employee of Liverpool Football Club as a coach. What can we expect playing style this season? I don't think you need to ask me to, to give you an answer to that. I think I think most people who've watched Rafa Benitez's sides down the last 10, 15 years will know that he's a pragmatic manager, very similar, to, I suppose, to Ancelotti. But the key thing is, isn't he? and he reiterated a lot, I think Ancelotti would have uttered the same words. He's a winner, isn't he? So and and he's defended the the football that he plays at Newcastle. Um, in terms of saying that that was the best way that I felt that side could compete. If he turns around and have we sign another winger or another you know really attacking player and puts 10, 11 men behind the ball constantly when we've got the the players to go out and beat teams, he's not going to adhere himself to anyone. If he does that against the top sides, I've got I've got no problem with that. I, I really haven't. I'm not going to. I'm not expecting this current Everton squad to be able to go toe-to-toe with the Man Cities of the world yet. We didn't really, or we, I suppose we did to a certain extent at Anfield, go toe-to-toe with Liverpool, but it was still a very, you know, conservative performance. We didn't we didn't give away space, did we? We were making sure we were compact. I still think that's the way we've got to go against the top sides. He will, he will, he will gain a lot of respect if he can start smashing teams at home, like, like Carlo Ancelotti didn't. Yeah, but like, make no mistake about it, he's not going to go and play a high press against any team in, in the league yet, I don't think. Um, so he's firmly going to make sure that we, you know, we build from the back that we're hard to beat. Um, but, you know, 
he's got a reputation for being a very astute and organised manager and I expect us to, to be, well, there's certainly going to be a return to the out-and-out zonal mark and that's for sure. He's a massive advocate for that. Um, and I know that really does get on fans' nerves, doesn't yeah, it, at times? It but that's just the way of, way of the football world now anyway. But yeah, I don't think you're going to get any major insight from me that most fans don't know that Benitez isn't going to play the most exciting brand of football. But I think he, as an experienced manager, is going to play whatever style he thinks allows us to win as many games as possible. And mm. surely that's what you want as fans, isn't it? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Pricey, just, just coming to the end of the podcast, is there any players that, that we currently have that you can see will flourish under Rafael Benitez? If you look back to how he played with Liverpool, where, where he built from the back and then became expansive in his second and third season, I'm, I'm thinking maybe Decore would look good in, in, in that sort of team, which he did at times under the Carlo. Is there anyone on our team that springs to mind that could maybe benefit from this appointment? Not really. I don't, I don't think so. It's a decent defence, and Benitez like, usually has a solid defence, doesn't he? I think did he manage Allen at Napoli? I don't, I don't know if he managed Allen at Napoli. Not quite, no. It no. was a bit. It was. It was a bit before Allen's time. Um, so no, he didn't quite manage at Napoli. He, he came in under Sari, I think. Allen. Did he? Uh, so no, the answer. I don't know. To be honest with you, I, I can't. I can't say that I, I watch Liverpool all the time, so I couldn't tell you that. Set up and all the other teams on the good defence. Apart from that, I don't know. To be honest. All three of us there at the first game of the season, boys, right behind them, or what? Have to be. Have to be. Mainly because I want to go to the game, like, whoever <laughs> the manager was going to be there on day one. Do you know, do you know what? In, in, a, in a weird way, it, it's 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 not bad timing for the football club, really, is it? Because everyone's dying to get back in there. You know, me and you, Judge, you did go to a game last season when it was, like, 2,000 fans, and then I went to one with those 6,000 fans. But everybody wants that 40,000 at Goodison. They want Goodison Road, you know, stepping over horse shit in crowds of thousands. You want that match day feeling. So it's not a bad time, and really, is it, for, for, for any fans who are going to boycott it? Because they're, they're not really go- going to. I don't know about you, too. Uh, uh, sorry, Bryce. I was going to say, we've got our summer to get our head drowned in. It's not like it's an appointment mid-season and he comes in mm. on a Saturday. Got the yeah. summer to get our head drowned And I think it was quite clever, well, clever or not. Apparently he signed a few days ago, didn't he? And, and he let it get in the media and circulate and sink in before we knew. So uh, it'll just be interesting, I think, to see if they do the big good or some welcome for him on his first or not. Mm. Um, I was going to say, though, I've never gone the match because of the manager, ever. No. And I've never got, not gone the match because of the manager. I know, I know a lot of people did turn on Martinez at the end and Silver at the end and all that. But gone the, I've gone the, I've gone the match to support Everton and to enjoy, you know, going the match with my mates and my dad and all that. So that's that's what I go the match for. I don't go the match because I love the manager. Do you know what I mean? It's just a, I'm 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 not a copite. <laughs> Please, so, any anything more to add, or, or should, should we close it out? I mean, I think we've covered lots. You two guys are a lot more positive than me but that's I think that's how us they live our lives I, I, sometimes it's going to take a long time for me to get my head around that picture that I saw today of, of Rafa with a blue and white scarf anything else to add before we close out yeah get off Twitter Mills you just spend have a bit of time <laughs> off Twitter and you'll be alright <laughs> just don't block me lads don't block me on my mains <laughs> guys thanks for listening the three of us have brought to you our instant reaction to the news that Rafael Benitez is the Everton manager. A three-year deal signed today. If you have any feedback for us, the Twitter is at Across the Park PC. 
There's going to be a podcast again in a couple of weeks' time, and then we're back in four weeks' time, I think, probably to cover the 2021-22 season as only we can. Thanks for listening, guys, and we shall catch you soon. <laughs>